before we dive into today's episode, we want to make a quick but important disclosure. The information and advice shared in this podcast are intended to provide general knowledge and understanding about wellness and health-related subjects. They are not intended to replace professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or qualified health provider with any questions that you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new health regimen. Remember, your health is your responsibility and it's always best to consult with a healthcare professional. This isn't just another podcast, it's a deep dive into the world of beauty, wellness, and longevity. Now we're here to discuss what beauty really means beyond just appearances. We'll also talk about wellness, the habits and practices that keep us healthy, full of energy. And we'll explore the topic of longevity, looking at the science and realities of living a long, fulfilling life. So sit back, relax, and join us as we go Beyond the Mirror. Hi, welcome to Beyond the Mirror. I am back here with Melissa Schiller. Hello. Esthetician extraordinaire. And uh, she's been working in the industry for quite some time, but I will let you hear it from her. Tell me about your experience. Like, how long have you been doing this? And I have been doing this for 10 years legally. Legally. And before that? I've been doing skincare and masks on kids since I was (laughs) five years old. For real? Probably. I love that. So you kind of knew you had a little bit of a calling before you were actually even an adult. Yes, definitely. Fun. An obsession. Like, so sort of like sleepover fun and hanging out with girlfriends fun. Yes, despite the fact that I was also um, obsessed with tanning beds. That's probably what really pushed me into really focusing on real skincare and so after I damaged my skin. Did you do crazy things like paint your brother's toenails and stuff? No, I was never interested in nail care. Oh, well, good. Good. That's Lucky Jennifer Coppola's. We'll get thing. her on for sure, yeah. too. <laughs> so today we kind of wanted to just talk through yeah. elements of, of, you know, the med spa and lasers and just the things that you love and maybe like why. And so people understand, you know, there's so many different ways to do aesthetics and it's a beautiful thing. And it means there's like diverse skills and diverse loves and passions and so on. I mean, like you and I are both kind of not into the lovey-dovey, right. massage A little bit, but not right. much. We're here to like get it done and make, make some changes. Happen. Yes. Yeah. But there is a place for that too. Like, of course, there's a place to relax and have an esthetician that focuses on the love too. We're just not those people. Not that we don't love on you. We still love on you. We just, that's not our main focus. Correct. Correct. So why don't you explain to me how you feel like, so you were kind of more in a spa before you were here. Yes. And now that you're doing more medical, what do you think the differences are between medical and traditional spa facials? I think traditional spa facials are definitely more, I just, I always use the word fluffy. It's more a massage type experience. It's obviously they're doing, you know, some chemical peels and masks and they're definitely not that they're not experiencing a good facial treatment. I just 
feel like a med spa, you're definitely in for more invasive change and less of the the good smells and the, you know, like I said, the massage and things like that. So yeah, spa facial is more like an experience and it can have some result, but it's not going to have the longevity and heart of a medical spa facial. Correct. Yeah. I agree. Are there particular types of like things you love to do in your medical facial? Like I know dermaplaning, for example. We, yeah. We both um, love dermaplaning. Not that I don't go outside the norm, but I definitely have like my top, you know, three favorite things that I do on most people at, at some point. We venture out of that into lasers and other more invasive treatments. But with my regular facials that most of my clients do every four to six weeks, I kind of do stick with my favorite things because they just, they work. Right. And so those would be? Um, I Everybody knows here, I love a micro peel. I think doing dermaplaning with a peel and getting those extractions and a nice scrub and mask and because um, you can learn about the skin and see more what they do need, what that next step would be. Um, but, you know, I love my SkinCeuticals peels. We have um, some Skin Better peels that are amazing. Uh, we the BI peel. But, yeah, as far as my my more traditional facials go, I do tend to stick with micro peels with a lot of my clients until we decide to venture down another path to see different results. And it is a great place to start, like, as, as an esthetician, we're like really feeling the skin, seeing how it's responding to these individual pieces of the facial, which does allow you to then venture into more, either more advanced facials, like maybe Oxygeneo. I love the Oxygeneo, Oxygeneo excuse me. So most people don't know about that facial. Why don't you kind of explain, like here we chose that over hydrofacial mm -hmm. because it's far more customizable and far less limiting than the hydrofacial. But maybe you could explain, like... My explanation might not be accurate in your mind, but this is how I describe it to clients. Because when I was in my 20s, and I would go get a medical facial, everybody was doing microdermabrasion. It was just, like, the thing. And we do that treatment as well, and I do think that there is a place for it, and I, I don't dislike it. I feel like you get results comparable to that, but it's a more gentle on the skin and same like the hydrofacial. I think it's more customizable. Um, I love that you're getting that beautiful exfoliation. It's very comfortable. People find it very relaxing. It tingles a little bit, but it's not uncomfortable at all. It's pretty gentle on the skin. And then I love that second part infusion. I just feel like it plumps out fine lines and wrinkles. It evens everything out. People just leave instantly looking better. Like they're not going home and worrying about purging or having a little bit of that downtime. They leave beautiful. And as the days and the weeks go on, it just gets better. Yes. It's definitely like the next level of microdermabrasion. So somebody enjoys microderm, this would be like, okay, let's amplify Correct. that, get more of a result. And then it, it's followed with an ultrasound infusion, which is then pushing all these beautiful serums into the tissue. Right. And what's cool about Oxygeneo is you can customize what's right. in there. So you really can make a very specialized service for your client. And don't you think it's a great event facial? Absolutely. 
like as a like a bride or somebody you know mother of the bride or going to a school dance or pretty much any function you could do this a day two days before and not have any concerns You'll you just could even do gorgeous. it a week before right right and absolutely notice like that's what's cool about it is you do look good the day of like you just said and then it does continue to improve so you have that beauty delayed which is great for an event because you yeah. don't have to do it the day before you know yep I it, love that one. I don't know why I didn't mention that one. Yeah, or, there's so many to do, choose from, true. you know? Like, we do um, an abundance of different options, and that's that's what's fun here is we can really customize things to the client. But then, as you guys are just listeners out there in the world, we want you to know, hey, you should maybe look for an Octogeneo or a place that does it if you aren't near us. Right. It's a great service. Nine times out of ten, if people come in and they want to do microdermabrasion, I'm talking them into an octogenaire. It is. Price-wise, everything. It's a better experience. There are very few people. There are some people who that's not a good option for them. So there is a place for microdermabrasion. But nine times out of ten, I'm talking them into an octogenaire instead. Absolutely. And so then what other, like, what are some of your favorite maybe lasers? So I already knew I was going to find a way to talk about this because I am obsessed with the combo we've been doing with the Vivace and the Cool Peel. Obsessed. Like, obsessed. It's, it is amazing. And so what do those two lasers do? So the Cool Peel laser, first of all, I don't know who named it. Good for you. That's fine. It's not cool. It's, it's hot. hot. <laughs> it's hot. Um, and it's not technically a peel either. It is a laser. But... What the cool peel is going to do is just all your skin resurfacing. So if you have pigment, it will definitely soft, soften fine lines and wrinkles. It's just an overall, I just like a like a restart to your skin. Liz calls it a magic eraser for your face. It, that is like the perfect or way to like describe it. Or like a filter. It. Like you, yes. like you just put a filter on. Yes. Except it's real. It's amazing. And then, not that I have not always been a fan of the Vivace, but when we did that advanced training in Arizona, I think I took a lot away from that experience with the new settings that we have on that laser. So the Vivace has really like stepped up its game. Like so you double. get you get big collagen building with that Vivace portion and then you get the filter or the magic eraser yeah. with the cool peel. <clears throat> so you're basically getting your skin resurfacing which is your filter, and then when you do the Vivace, which is a microneedling laser, you're getting that tightening and that lifting with that. And I feel like the results of the tightening and lifting since we have changed some settings is, has just increased that result like 10 times over. Absolutely. And, and there are a lot of people that are pairing Cool Peel with RF microneedling, but I think what we figured out here is some special settings to really yes. make that shine yes and 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 that's just something when you're looking for an esthetician you really want to know that like we all learned the vivace the way we learned it first mm -hmm. and it was good and then we learned how to do it better and now it's better and so you want to be in a place where they're like pushing the envelope trying new things experimenting so that you are constantly getting the best that you can get and you will get that here, especially if you've seen me. I'm the best there ever was, but it's my opinion. So then 
what kind of protocols do you typically put your clients on? Like, do they usually start with a facial? I always prefer to start with a custom facial. That's not always how it happens. Sometimes people have really done their research and they have experienced facials other places, so they already have an idea of what they want. I will still have that discussion with them if I'm just meeting them, but unless they've done their research and they already know exactly what they're getting and why they're getting it, I will typically always start with a facial. And then how long do you think or how often do you see someone for a facial usually where you're getting your best results? Four to six weeks. Yeah. And then when you're doing like a plan for a client, what do you think your typical plan looks like? Does it look like, okay, we're going to do a facial every four to six weeks and then? So I might, I think I maybe do things a little bit different. Um, I don't, it, I don't know if it benefits me good or bad, but I kind of like them to give me an idea of where they want this to take them. If somebody comes in, I'm not looking at them saying, oh, you need this, 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 and this. I kind of let them guide me. And I say, you know, when you look in the mirror, what is the first thing you notice? Like what bothers you? And I kind of go from there and decide. I, I completely do it the same way because I hate to point out something that I see absolutely as a professional that maybe they don't see and then they leave and they're like obsessing about the thing Correct. that I was like, oh my gosh, you have age spots. And they were like, I didn't even notice my right. age spots or I didn't care about my age spots. And so I don't want to create insecurity in my client. Same. And I also feel like when you start doing facials and you are correcting their skin and their pores and they're starting to look better, they will start to notice other things too. Like, oh my gosh, my, my texture's never been better. I've never felt more hydrated. Well, now I'm kind of noticing like, I look great, but I have these lines here. I have this little pigment. So I just kind of let them figure it out for themselves because there is nothing wrong with having lines on your face. We're all going to have them. There's nothing wrong with having pigment. It's just all about what makes you feel the best you, and that is different for everybody. Now, if someone comes to you, though, and they truly are like, like, what do you think your typical client ends up doing in a year? Like, I always say my, what I see with my clients is I typically maybe do a regular facial and then maybe a couple good lasers a year. Yeah. And, and I think that protocol can lead to not being outrageously expensive, but right. having really good benefits. Absolutely. I agree. And, uh, it's good to break into that. And, and, and it depends on their skin type and their age and what <clears throat> their life looks like as far as travel and are they in the sun a lot? Are they, you know, did they used to smoke? Are they a big drinker? Like, you know, have they lost a lot of weight? Because yeah. that changes the skin as well. So it just... Even the season, you know, I mean, like you were talking about the different peels and you, you might have, you know, in the winter, you're going to focus on a hydrating peel versus the summer where you're just thick with humidity, at least here in St. Louis area. Um, you're going to use something that's going to break that down more. So yes. that even that is shifting all the time. Oh yeah, definitely. And so if you're, if you are working with a client, do you ever do like a whole, like, this is what we're going to do this year? Um, sometimes to be honest, not all the time. I probably should be doing that. Um, <laughs> but again, it kind of depends on the conversation. I am a people person, so it just depends on what they bring up and what I see. And, um, a lot of clients just come come at me with that. I actually had that conversation with a client today where we did make a plan for what 
they have a goal within the next year. They are turning a a big age for them. Mm -hmm. So we have some goals. We have goals for brides. So yes, I would say that happens a lot. It should happen with every client, but you know, I'll work, well, but... I'll work on that. Even I'm not perfect. <laughs> that is hard I to thought, believe. I thought you were perfect. Everybody does. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I have like a few flaws that. So, I mean, no, because you don't want to overwhelm. Like, I think people should understand that as estheticians, most of us, I don't, I can't speak for everyone, of course. We actually want you to achieve your goal, and we aren't there to just spend all your money. Like, that's not really... That's a big one for me, too. Yeah. I'm a very honest esthetician, because I do... My clients obviously love me, and they trust me, and if I give them, you know, false expectations, or, you know, they, they're going to see that in their skin. So, yes. Like, guiding right. them in a direction where we're truly going to get them in a place where they're happy is so important to me. Without you know, or, or with planning on the banking part of it, yes. whatever that might be for their goal, or just being honest about it. Um, and, you know, sometimes when you cheap out a service because you're worried about the finances of the client, you end up getting them less result, and they end up having to come back and buy a more expensive thing. Correct. Because it wasn't the right thing in the first Agreed. place. Yes. And, but sometimes that's also a way to dip your toes in the water and try some things. And then learn, okay, no, I really want the big impact. And then I don't know about you, but I have like a few clients I might see two or three times a year and all they want is a big impact. Absolutely. And that's fine. That's totally fine. Yeah. You know, there's, there's more than one way to do all the, all the methods to, to get a result for somebody. Rarely when somebody chooses to do the big laser, do they regret it though? This is true. <laughs> this is true. Yeah, I mean, things happen, of course, but um, I think also we have like an internal focus here where we're trying to keep people looking natural, and that is not always the case everywhere. I actually just had a client tell me about her sister going and getting a halo laser. So halo laser is like our cool peel, but it's times 10. It's very intense, Ooh. super CO2. It, you know, your face looks crazy after it's can be, it's extremely painful and all the things. And ironically, we could get the same result by doing more than one cool peel. So if that same client had come here and done two cool peels or maybe three, she'd get the same result, probably spend about the same amount and have far less torture, <laughs> like hiding yeah. out and totally like burnt face looking and oozing and oh, recovery yeah. and hiding out from work and all the things that go along with that. So like with the cool peel you were just talking about, what's the typical downtime for a client with a cool peel? It depends on your opinion of downtime. I tell people that because everybody is a little bit different too. As soon as you tell somebody that they're going to look fine that next evening, they're that one client out of a hundred that is a little swollen and red for a couple of days. Yeah. Um, but I tell most of my clients that they're going to be red that day, probably red the next day. But the great thing with that too is you feel it more than you can see it. So they can put makeup on, they can cover it. I don't feel like with the cool peel, you, I would consider downtime any more than three days tops. Um, now you are going to have that sandpaper, that kind of rough feeling for about a week. Yeah. At the most, but. But nobody can see it. Nobody can see it. Yeah. Especially if you want to put like a light makeup on. So that is just, 
blows me away because that laser, the result is so amazing. It's such a great treatment and the downtime blows my mind because it's, it's like, so little. It's hugely popular here, not just for the clients, but the staff. Oh, I'm here. getting one next Wednesday. Are you for I real? Well, maybe we'll have to I'm wait. actually doing the combo. Post a little video of Absolutely. you getting it done yes. so people can see what that like process looks like because it's, it's, it's hot. But we use a chiller with it or numbing or both. If you're doing the combo, you're going to get the if numbing. If you do the combo, you're definitely getting numbing. And, but it's not miserable and it's so fast. I mean, good. How, how Even long? my clients that are a little bit on the sissier side, I want to say a name so bad, but I won't <laughs> do that to you. I almost did, but I won't. Um, <laughs> she is a big sissy. I love you. But she's so happy. I, it's like having a baby. Like, I think she's already like, I want to do this again. And, you know, whether it's months or another year or whatever. But, like, it's so worth it. The pain is not that bad that you won't. It's just hot. It's hot. It's I, it's so ironic they call it the cool feel. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I don't understand. Not, it's not it cool. It makes no sense. But it's not we a feel. <laughs> it's not cool. We didn't get to name it. So, you know, yeah. I mean, really I suppose. Talk to those people. I suppose the sandpaper feel is a little peeling, minor. But nothing that where you see shedding happening. Yeah, it's just very odd. Maybe we need to like research, you know, who named it and really dive in. Maybe there's a good reason. I just don't. There is a good reason. Okay, so I'll tell you why they call it the cool feel. Because, like, okay, I just gave you the example of the halo. The halo is super hot, super hot. Like with those types of CO2 lasers, you. So I used to do one called F Active FX. We would literally have to give them drugs for pain and anxiety, we would have to um, fully numb the entire face using nerve block. Oh, my. Topically numb the client. And they would still have pain because it was so uncomfortable. I'm pass on that. So it was, it, it was incredibly hot and uncomfortable and all the things. And so basically... They called it the cool peel because it is so much less intense than all Still of that. Still weird. But yeah, but that's why. Let's just why. pretend it's because it's super cool. <laughs> it's it's cool to get it done. cool peel. <laughs> and that's why it's Who cool Who doesn't want to be cool? <laughs> I, I do. I'm not cool, but I'm trying so hard. So as you look at, like, the future of aesthetics, like, you know, it, it seems like we constantly are moving in this amazing direction, like, like one thing we could briefly hit on is the Agnes laser, which is now allowing us to literally sculpt people's faces like a surgeon. What do you think? I mean, do you think we're, we're going to in the future be able to replace types of surgery? And I mean, I think that would be amazing. If, if you know, I think in very small ways we already are. Right. Um, but I mean, I don't. There's nowhere else to go but up, right? I know. And it just, <laughs> it is amazing if you think about your 10 years of experience, like how much has changed even in that time period. Uh, good and bad. Yeah. Okay. So what's a bad? Oh my gosh, it's exhausting. I have clients, friends, people ask me all the time about, have you heard of this skincare line or this laser or this treatment? And I do feel grateful to work here because there's always reps and people coming in and there's every day there's a new laser, there's a new skin cream, a new eye cream, a new skin tightening. Like there's just so much. And I, I'm lucky I work here and I'm in, the, in this industry because I feel like I get first glance at what's real and what's not because there's just a lot of bad. Yeah. 
And I do also feel like some beautiful women are really just changing their faces so much that they don't even look like themselves anymore. So I love that we tend to really guide people in a direction to be just their most youthful, healthy version of themselves. Right. Because that's what we all really want, actually. Hopefully. But I always, not everybody. I always There's say. There's those people in Hollywood. They, that's they true. That's true. They don't look like themselves. <laughs> I always say if you're going to a spa that has X, Y, and Z, like they have three things they can do, then they're only going to use those three things. Right. And a lot of times that means filler. And I'm not opposed to filler. I oh, know you're not opposed no. to filler. But sometimes if, if you are going to a nurse that only does injections, then filler is the only solution that they have. So they're just going to fill. Yes. That's what they have. That's the tool that they have. And, and, and clients need to keep that in mind too. Right. Like that. Right. But if you're somewhere like here where we've got insane amount of lasers, we do have injectables, we do have facials, we've got the whole kit and caboodle, and we have the ability to really customize it. Now, not everything is, you know, there's not just one tool to fix the problem. Right. And that's hard to do. I mean, it only works because we've been doing it for a while and we've been able to build that up and stuff. But well, and people also because there's there's now, you know, 10 years ago, there wasn't a med spa in every single corner. Right. So it's hard to figure out why elemental versus, you know, yada, yada, yada. And it's just for I tell people too, like for every laser we have, we had at least five other options in that same in that same world of a laser. And there's a reason why we chose this specific laser versus the other five that we came in and, you know, learned about. Sure. So there is lots of microneedling. There's lots of skin tightening. There's so many different versions of everything. And I like that we have tried them all and we have specifically chosen the things that we've chosen for a reason. Right, right. But we still have the beauty of, many options, including yes. addressing the inside now, which is kind of amazing because even, you know, acne and stuff can come from the inside. So, you know, if we're fighting acne, doing a facial and we can't get to that point and we have other internal options to try to fix that as well, which is Love amazing. Love that. Yeah. So, okay. So then my last question is if someone's out there thinking about being an esthetician, what would you say, like, the hardest parts of the job are? I think it's the very beginning. Having to build that clientele and have clients, patients learn to trust you, um, that was hard. But, again, if I'm being honest, being, you know, in this industry for this long, I don't feel like it's hard if you really love it. Like I, I would, there are definitely certain challenges, I guess, but I would not say hard. Like this is such a fun, exciting industry to be in. I mean, sometimes I don't want to get out of bed. Does that count? I mean, that's, I'm a, I'm 41. I'm really tired. That's everybody. So, you know, and sometimes you make me like, she made me put mascara on to, in case she had to, you know, put me on camera. So that was hard. Um, Okay, so I guess if I have to choose one thing, it is just making, I'm a people pleaser, just making sure all of my clients are happy and I want 
them to have the best result and I want them to just, you know, feel it's a good. lot of pressure to make people feel really good. Yeah, absolutely. So, and, you know, if that's the hardest part about my job, I think I'm doing pretty good. Absolutely. Right? And there's hard, you know, it's a cool job because you don't have to go to college to do it, right? You know? Uh, I went to school first, top of my class, <laughs> two names on the plaque. <laughs> and so, yeah, it's a Correct. great, it's a great field. Yeah, the, the initial setup of building clientele and spending a lot of time sitting around doing a brow wax in the very beginning. Oh my gosh, I had to stand outside with a, that chalkboard. <laughs> Angela, <laughs> Captain Dream Crusher, uh, you know who you are. Uh, yeah, I was begging <clears throat> to wax people's eyebrows for free. That's, that's how you do it, though. But, you know, they met me, they fell in love, just like you did, and here I am now. That's right. Best there ever was. That's right. I met you because you were my esthetician. I did. Or you, well, you did. Lucky you. I know. <laughs> I remember, though, when you came in, I was, like, terrified. That I told you that, that. That happened to other people when no, I've gone because, to their places. No, it's because who I was working for at the time was, like, just so you know, this new client you have today, I used to work with her. She's a seasoned esthetician. And I was still fairly new. So I was, like, gosh, <laughs> she's going to judge me. Like, and, you know, and you do micromanage everything. So just with you. Well, with me. Well, just, just with you. In a good way, with your treatments. You want what you want. You know, you are, you're, she's a difficult client. She knows what she wants and she's <laughs> going to get it. And I love you. But I was so nervous, but I fell in love with you. So it was, it was love at first. Row. Here we are. Oh my gosh. So many years later, yeah. still hanging out and together. And she's still obsessed with me. <laughs> so. Well, thanks for coming on and just talking about thanks all things. Thanks for inviting me and aesthetics. trusting me to like be behind a microphone. I know it's terrifying, <laughs> but we let you loose. Yeah, you let me loose. That's all right. So, I did a really good job, too, right? <laughs> you did. Okay. You did do Yay, a good job. Go me. <laughs> and hopefully our audience enjoys and continues to listen as we go beyond the mirror.